there's not a lot to sell here. There's no debt to pay off and free up monthly minimum payments. You have to either cut stuff or make more money or both. That will get you to your goals the fastest, I think. Welcome to today's episode of the Frugal Fit Mom podcast. We are doing another budget breakdown where we take real life family budgets submitted by you guys, the listeners, and my husband Dave and I go over them with a fine tooth comb to help you achieve your financial goals. Now, this is a real family, although all names will be kept private for the sake of the innocent or the guilty, depending on how you look at it. If you have not subscribed to the channel or the video version on YouTube, take a minute and do that now. Leave us a review if you haven't. It really helps the channel out since it's fairly new. Dave, what do you say we jump into this budget? I have jumped. Okay, this is a family of four. Wait. What? Oh, oh, the hat's on. Thinking cap. It is serious now. Okay. It's <laughs> Thinking a, cap. It's a family of four. Okay. The two parents are in their 30s and 40s. The kids are 8 and 11. They live in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. So let's say it's expensive. Yeah. They have a unique living situation and kind of unique jobs. Okay. So let's do the living situation first. Sure. They live in a tiny home. Okay. On wheels. Really? It's like 250 square feet on land like a significant amount of land and the land has a small structure on it. As the kids get older, they're finding this to be quite inconvenient living situation. I am so intrigued. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. You know, that whole living situation has been <laughs> romanticized in social media for the last, I don't know, 10 years. Yep. Okay. Yep. So part of me is like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I start to think about it. I'm like, no way. With an 11-year-old and an 8-year-old, they say specifically as the kids are getting older, it's getting really hard. Oh, and, I'm sure. and they need a little more space, more than 250 <laughs> square feet. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, me too. We'll come back to that when we hit the goals. Just I just want to tell you about the living situation. Okay. Kids are ages again? 11 and 8. Okay. Okay. So definitely are getting into the... When they hit teenagers, they really take up a lot of space. Okay. Like, so you know what I mean? Did they give you a specific goal about what they really want as far as space? Yes, but let's get to there in a minute. Okay. Okay. These are just interesting facts I feel like you should know. All right. Okay. They both work full-time, low-income jobs. Okay. So before we really get into this, I want to throw out the possibility that this could just be a job issue. It's possible. Okay. So in their 30s and 40s, the biggest concern is they have almost no retirement in their 30s and 40s. Oh. Less than 20000 total. Okay. This is... Number one concern. Are they living, what is that phrase, or it's a abbreviation about low income, retire young, or something like that? You know oh, the mean? FIRE movement? The FIRE movement, what is it called? Financial independence, retire early. I'm wondering if they kind of had some of that going on in this whole idea of live minimalist, reduce your expenses as much as possible so that you can you retire. can do these things. Yeah. But it's maybe just not working out the way they hoped. Perhaps, perhaps. Okay. So, but she did specify that they both work long hours, for not a lot of money. So they both work full time. Their total income is 5,800 a month. I know you're thinking, well, that's not that bad. It's not that much for two people working. But for two people working full time, it's not that much either. No, that's no. less than 3,000 per month per person, which is, I'm gonna say teacher status. That's like two teachers, probably. Or less. Or less even, depending on where you are. I did also wanna mention that their income fluctuates based on the number of weeks per month. One of them works in a grocery store. Okay. Like maybe a grocery store manager kind of a thing. All right. Some months they go as high as 7,000 a month 
but we're erring on the low end for the monthly budgeting purposes of 5,800. Yes, everything else will be a windfall. Exactly, so we'll just, we'll budget off of 5,800 as far as the monthly income. The monthly bills, I've already added all this up. The monthly bills total $5,674. Okay. Leaving only $126 a month in excess if anything goes wrong, that's gone in a heartbeat. That's not retirement savings. Oh. Yeah, it's ouch. This is already tight. Can I ask some questions? Yes. Okay, house is 1050. That's like the land. Did they pay for the tiny house in cash and it's all paid for? I'm or a little do they have a loan on that? I'm a little unclear. Basically, the land altogether, I think it's just the land, has a low interest rate, 2.85% interest rate on the land. Okay. And that's what I'm calling the house. I'm just saying, that's really high for someone living in a tiny home on land. Like, even if you... But the land was a couple hundred thousand dollars. <gasps> I'm assuming it's a quite a bit of land. But also, listen, this is the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I just... It is expensive there, so okay. let's throw that out there also. I hear about people in the Midwest that buy a couple acres for like $30,000, and I hear about this one, and I'm, my mind just blown. Okay, this is probably like Washington, not Iowa. Okay, <laughs> okay this is a little different. All right. Okay. Well, I'm just go through the, the, the list. Yeah, let's go through the bills. Okay, so you've got utilities, you've got phone. They are putting an IRA out here. Yes, $200 a month into an IRA, which is better than zero. So their goals are for retirement, and they are actually working on it, but it may not be enough. Is that what you're... Well, it's definitely not enough. Okay. Food is... Ooh. I may have found your, your first point. <laughs> I agree. I think the food is an issue. At $900 a month for a family of four. Uh-huh. Is that pretty high? That's pretty high. Is the Northwest a little more expensive? Listen, I've never been to the Pacific Northwest. So this is one where I definitely can't say for sure because I haven't been there. I do expect it's a little more expensive, maybe leaning towards California prices. But I know I could cut that budget in half if I was in California. Wow. All right, I, I think I've got a lay of the land. Do they have any other debts, do you know? No, it's just the land. Okay. So yay. So we're not dealing with a lot of get out of debt issues. We're not. I really think we're dealing with an income and maybe slightly fluffy budget. Yeah. Okay. Well, start where you want to start then. So one thing I really liked about how she gave me the numbers is she took all of 2022's bills and sinking funds and averaged them out for the entire year and then gave me that number. Oh. So can I just say. Very helpful. Very, very helpful. These are quite accurate numbers. And not every month looks like this, but it averages out to look like this. So let's do, let's jump over to sinking funds, just because I think this is an interesting one. As a reminder, the kids are 11 and 8. I call this the golden years of child raising mm -hmm. because activities don't cost that much, clothes don't cost that much, and they're out of diapers and formula. Mm -hmm. It's the age where like the expenses are the least amount. But they're going to go up quickly. They will go up very quickly, very <laughs> soon. So in the golden stage of parenting, which is right here, yeah. your bills for the kids should be pretty low. I'm going to go blue on my marker here. Gifts at $81 a month, clothes at $116, entertainment at $179, birthday at $69, and Christmas at $86. This is their average. This is the average. Okay. I don't think these are unreasonable. But I do want to ask, why is gifts and birthday and Christmas all separate? What gifts are we doing that aren't birthdays? Yeah, that's a good question. Right? Yeah, I would say those need to be combined. And then you look at them together and you're pushing $280. Entertainment at almost $200 a month. <laughs> okay, that might be a lot. I feel like that's a lot. Especially 
I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. We this. don't really know what entertainment involves here, but if you're no. going to the movies, it's a lot. Yeah, this is like movies, go out to eat, this is probably date night. You know, all things that I do not think are unreasonable. However, I think it's really important to mention your income is only what it is. Yeah. Unless you are willing to change your jobs or work more. So, so the entertainment line item should be a little bit more reflective of your... Of the income, income and, and the goals, Okay. I think. Yeah. I say cut gifts. I'm going to leave birthday and Christmas because I think those are fine. I'm going to cut entertainment to 100 a month. How about that? Let me just point out, since they're not in a lot of debt, mm -hmm. we either have to cut these items or we have to increase their total income. Exactly. Those are the only two options. Or both. There's not a lot to sell here. There's no debt to pay off and free up monthly minimum payments. Dave is dead on. You have to either cut stuff or make more money or both. That will get you to your goals the fastest, I think. Yeah, so if you don't want to cut the gifts and the entertainment, great. That's fine. Yeah, make more money. But you money. do have to do something different. Exactly. Assuming we cut only, we're going to, we're going to try to keep it under this budget. Uh-huh. We're going to go, what would we do to cut? This is what I would do. Electronics. This is electronics and hobbies at $44 a month. Ooh. Feels like a weird... It's an interesting category. It's an interesting category. I'm going to cut that. I'm going to leave their garden at $72 a month because they're kind of leaning into homesteading a little bit, and that does cost money for supplies. Yes, but if that was the case, you would think that the food budget would be lower. You'd think so, <laughs> but it is not. Okay, home maintenance at 163 This is probably accurate. Car maintenance at 137 Also accurate. Camps and child care. I don't know what child care you need at the moment, but you're not doing camps right now. So I think you could cut that by hundred dollars a month pretty easily. It's probably summer child care. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was unclear. They do have medical bills pretty regularly that are not covered by their insurance. So I'm, I'm kind of leaning, can you find better insurance? I would ask that question. I would ask that question. And then vacation I have down here at 323. They have some family that lives across the country to visit every other year. Okay. I'm going to cut that right now. And here's why. I'm going to cut it completely. Okay. Because with a family of four, if you're going to visit mom and dad, it's going to be way more convenient for them to visit you. They have more expendable income. It's only two people. Even if they stay in a hotel, it's going to be easier. Yes, but sometimes the purpose of visiting family is to go see other people besides just the mom and dad. Yeah, they didn't say that. There could be siblings and cousins. Mm -hmm. There could be all sorts of reasons why you do want to keep that. There could be. And I say if you want it, you need to make more money. No, you don't think? I think vacations are a luxury. You can definitely do it on a budget. And if you want to keep it, we got to cut somewhere else. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's a lot going on in this. There's a lot you can do besides just cut it straight. I'll cut it to 150 instead of 323. <clears throat> you can get that? very creative. I think what Christine's point is, you can get very creative on vacations, especially if they're just to go visit other family. Mm -hmm. There's driving, there's meeting halfway into other places. We've done a lot of camping family reunion vacations that also work out really nicely where you go to Flaming Gorge, Utah, or you go to Lake Powell, U Idaho, or wait, wait, Lake Powell, Arizona. <laughs> it's in Arizona. <laughs> I should I, know that I'm from Arizona. I want to talk about something super specific when it comes to family vacations, and it's what you experienced as a child. You grew up in a family that I would consider not wealthy. Yeah. Yeah, you, it was very, very tight for you guys. There were five kids, and they traveled from Arizona to Canada by car every summer to visit grandparents, and you were able to do that on a budget. How? Well, we did. We either drove all day and night and never stayed at any one place. To this day, I don't know how your dad did that. He, he would drive all day and night and get us there. The other thing that we did when we got a little older is they mapped out 
mom and pa type campgrounds mm -hmm. and we would pitch tents and it would take us like two nights, right? So we would do like mm -hmm. one spot in Colorado, another spot like in Montana, Wyoming. Are you saying like $30 a night? $30 a night. Plus, but, well, plus this was, in the 90s, it was like $15 a night. Right. Now it would be like 30. There still are campgrounds for 30, 20 to 30. You can even do boondock camping on BLM land yeah. for free if you bring your own gear. There's ways to do it. What would you guys do for breakfast in the morning? Oh, it was always oatmeal or something. <laughs> yeah. Eat and serve. Um, Mom and Dad did bring a lot of sandwich stuff, so we weren't buying and eating out a lot. If we got a McDonald's like 25 cent or 55 cent hamburger, whatever it cost back then, mm -hmm. that was that was definitely a luxury. Yeah, for sure. So I just want to say you can do it on a budget. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think on the sinking funds, that kind of covers it. Let's go over to regular bills. I don't see anything that's jumping out at me except for food. Food is a huge one. Food at $915 a month for four people, eating out and treats at $133, and allowance and spending maybe at $250, maybe. Listen, as you and I have started to do better at going out on dates, mm -hmm. you know that going out on dates once a week eats this up pretty quick. Eats up the $133, I agree. It could. Totally. But if, you're, if you have other goals, you can cut it out. Mm-hmm. And do other things together besides eating out and treats all the time. So I can I see that one going both ways. But I see this for me is huge. $900 a month on food when you're already spending $70 on a garden. Usually you spend money here to save money here. You spend money on the garden to save money on the groceries is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. And so I just, I have a real concern about spending that much money on food. Let me throw out. Especially for four people. I know, for four people. Mm -hmm. That's over $200 a person. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw out an idea I'm thinking about as I'm looking at this. Okay. Okay. So family of four with semi-young kids, both parents are working their tails off. They have extensive hobbies and land, extensive garden. I'm trying to figure out what else are they doing? Like how much time do they really have to eat out and have an, this big entertainment budget and have an electronic hobby? and also spend $250 a month on like allowance and spending. How much time is that? It could be a lot of time. So like on, on the weekends, on Saturday, what are we doing as our family activities as a relax day? Are we shopping all day? Mm, there's a lot of questions here. There's some questions there. I just want to bring up sometimes the shopping as like a day of relaxation can be very expensive as a hobby. And so maybe just reevaluate that. That's all I'm saying. Your point is how are they spending their time? They yeah. might be spending their time to spend money. Yeah, exactly. You might be spending your time to spend money when you could do other stuff. Spend your time to make money. Spend your time mm. to be with each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Do other things around. All right. Let's attack this food budget. Okay. What, what, what do you think is appropriate? For people that are doing a, a tiny house and, and a little bit of homesteading, mm -hmm. I, I don't see why that number shouldn't be $300 a month. Whoa. I know, right? Like I follow some homesteading people and I think it's really fascinating. And sometimes I wish I had the skills to give it a try, but to be doing that type of lifestyle and still spend $900 a month feels like polar opposites. Pacific Northwest has got to be Washington or Oregon, right? Yeah. Like I said, I've never been there, but with a quick Google search, are you ready for the three most popular grocery stores in the state of Washington? Sure. Walmart, Costco and Fred Meyer. Okay. You know what I know about Fred Meyer? They have good sales. They have excellent sales. Fred Meyer is a Kroger store. I have one myself. Yeah. They are fantastic. Walmart is great for your staples. 
a bunch of places in Washington also have the grocery outlet, grocery store. Mm-hmm. I'm saying there are stores where you can save money, and Costco is not it. Is there any chance that this is Pacific Northwest Canada? No, because they wouldn't have an IRA. Oh, good point. Okay. No, it's it's definitely Oregon or Washington. Just wanted to make sure, because if That's this was a, Canada... <laughs> it's Victoria Island. This is a different conversation. You're right about that. Okay. <laughs> no, because they have an IRA, so they have to be U.S. Okay. So I'm thinking for four people, you could easily do 150 per person. That's 600. I feel like that is luxury eating. Yeah. I really do. I, I agree. I just saved you $315 a month on your grocery budget. That's going to take some discipline. <laughs> it, oh, she, she laughs because she has that discipline and she earned it over lots and lots of years. You really did. I just don't think it's that hard. You don't, but for some other people, they don't know how to shop a different way. You have to learn how to walk the stores differently, how to plan okay. your food differently, right? There's a lot of things you can do and you can find a lot of those things on her videos on the actual Frugal Fit Mom channel. Mm-hmm. But you taught yourself to shop differently so that we could still eat nice meals for a much cheaper price. And these people are going to have to do the same. You know, that's probably not fair for me to put my experience on someone else who's never done it. Because I shop in the way that I grew up eating. Mm -hmm. And my house never had snacks. We didn't have chips. We didn't have soda. We didn't have granola bars. We didn't have cookies. We didn't have ice cream. I did not grow up on that stuff. We never ever had it in my house. And that's the way I ended up shopping. And one of the biggest grocery budget busters are those, I'm going to call them junk food convenience items. <laughs> you don't actually need them to survive. You, they don't like complement your dinner. You know, it's not like a protein and a veg and like rolls. I would even be like, buy the rolls, whatever. You know, it's, it's the other stuff that will destroy your budget. Yeah. And I'm telling you, if you just eliminate them, you'll be shocked at how cheap your grocery bill can be. Well, the other thing that you did... I think that really changed our family budget was when you meal planned. You looked at what were the sales, what were the, the foods that are available for cheaper this week, and how can I make them fit into the meals that I want to eat, and you only planned those meals. The difference is, I think your repertoire <laughs> of how many meals you can cook is very large. Well, now it is, yes. Yes. Well, it's always been fairly large. Uh, maybe. <laughs> and so you were able to really manipulate that to be... The num- make the numbers fit in the budget. Yeah, okay. I don't know that other people are. They're gonna take. That's going to take some practice and some growth. I still think it would be an amazing video if I followed someone around the grocery store and took things out of their cart. Listen, after the last time you suggested, you had like 150 volunteers. But they got to live locally. <laughs> I actually offered it to a real-life person I know, and they said no. Did you really? Yeah, they didn't want to be on video, and they were embarrassed. <laughs> 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 but I really think it would be fun. <laughs> to be like, five guys of ice cream, what are you doing? There you have it. If you're local somewhere, I would say if you're anywhere in Idaho, eastern Idaho, mm-hmm. or northern Utah, mm-hmm. we can, might be able to figure this out. We could figure that out. And if you're willing to film an, a pilot episode <laughs> of the Frugal Fit Mom and let her just trash how you knocking, shop the grocery store. Knocking cookies out of your hand. <laughs> None of that for you. No soup for you. No soup for you. Next. <laughs> Okay, why does this always turn into an episode of Christine slashing the food budget? Uh, because I think a lot of people don't know how to do it. That's kind of been my point. It's the easiest one to cut. It's the biggest one to cut. Yeah. That's why. But I'm going to say it's easiest for you, once again, because you really practiced this and out of necessity when we were poor. Mm-hmm. 
right? When I really wasn't making much money. And so these people that are funny to me is either they've never had to practice it or they just don't, they've had no one show them how. If it was you, I know this number could be 300. Yes, this number would be 300 today. So I think 600 is you minus all the experience. Like this is going to be their adjustment. Six, $700. You could go there easily the first time. It's going to take a lot more. Did I also mention, I think it could be 300 because she works at a grocery store and gets 20% off of everything. Oh, absolutely. Again, not if it's Costco. Right. You won't save money going to Costco on this one. No. I'm, I'm sorry. You will not. You won't. We don't buy everything at Costco. I, I rarely are, buy food at Costco. You are very intentional about what you buy at Costco. It's not food. And you know what's really funny? Can we say this? Is that a lot of it is stuff for videos for this channel. Not necessarily things we would always eat ourselves. That's absolutely true. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Eating out, treats. I'm going to say you can't do this unless it's a high month. I'm cutting it completely. Unless you have a high income month. Yeah. You have $133 in a high income month. Add it back in that month. Sure. How about that? House miscellaneous. You have a teeny tiny little house. So I don't know why we're spending this much money on this. It's $225 a month. I'll give you a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. You got to look at your budget here again. And this number is just, I, we don't spend $225 on miscellaneous things around the house. No, we don't spend a hundred. Maybe we spend a hundred. I mean, maybe kids at 99. I'm kind of whatever with that. The allowance and spending. That's high. It feels high to me just because you know what this is what we're going to do the same thing we're going to cut this one unless you have a high month yeah you have a high month add it back in you know what i mean like some of their high months get upwards of close to eight thousand dollars but that shouldn't be the average across 12 months no it should not that because that should be a high month you get that that means you're spending almost three thousand dollars am i doing the math right a year a year mm -hmm. on allowance and spending just for fun i decided to add up all of these line items that i consider fun Okay. Spending. This is going to be things like hobbies, subscriptions, excess food, eating out, allowance and spending money. We're going to call it entertainment, gifts, Birthday, vacations. Christmas. This is all fun stuff. Okay. Okay. The total for the fun stuff is $1,450. A month? A month. That's a fourth of their budget. That is 25% of your budget on fun. Wow. When you put it like that... <laughs> Does it change the way you look at it a little bit? It's a lot. I would hope it changes the way you look at it. Just a hair and, and to understand, I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm just trying to get you to where you want to be. Go That's ahead. more than they spend on the house. That's more than you spend on your house. Ouch. House and utilities combined. Well, and, and maybe the bigger point, that's way more, 10 times more than they spend on retirement. Now we're talking. That's 10 times more than they spend on retirement. Wow. So if your goal is retirement, you need to switch those priorities around, mm -hmm. right? Because right now it seems like the goal is to spend money. Yeah, the goal is on, to play. On, on fun things. All right, with these cuts that I have suggested already, and remember, some of these I cut completely, come back on a high month, which yeah. they have every so often, okay? From time to time. From time to time. I've cut $1,260 out of their budget okay okay so now we have twelve hundred and sixty dollars a month on a low month okay to play with on a high month we're gonna add the excess of the high month to the goals right that's what we're, we're not gonna go buy a couch okay we're gonna play with it we're gonna do our goals so here are the goals retirement is numero uno 
She's very worried about retirement. Like, how can we ever stop working? Well, yeah, when you're 40, you start to see that, <laughs> that day on the horizon. <sighs> on the horizon. So let's talk about that. Number one, they're already doing $200 a month into an IRA. They can, with both of them, do 600 a month each. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 600, so they need to triple that per person. <laughs> so we're going to add 1,000 of our 1,200 to that. Okay, this is the monthly, like on a low month. Remember, that's the first goal. And, and can we point out how much would that actually be by the time they retire? I'm so glad you asked that question, Dave. Yeah, if you start putting $1,200 a month in an IRA. Okay, if you put $1,200 a month into an IRA for 20 years at 6% interest, you're gonna end up with close to a million dollars. If they retire from age 40 to age 65, it's 25 years. 25 years starting with only $20,000 in their account, that's all. $1,200 a month, they never ever put a penny more and you get 6% interest, which is historically low, by the way. They will end up with $920,000 at the end. Just shy of a million. Just shy of a million. So my point is, it's not too late and you have time and if all you do is this, it's way better than what you're doing now. I keep talking about massive action. That is a massive action point that really leads to retirement. And this is gonna feel like a really long slog, especially on the low months. Yeah. So let's talk about high months and what we'll do with the extra. Okay. Okay. They also want their emergency fund to be 20 grand. I think this is a great place to put the extra $250 a month plus extras from high months. Load it up. When you hit 20 grand, you're done. That's the great thing about a goal like that. Yeah. You just let it sit. There's a finish line. Check it off the list. Finished. So we've got retirement, emergency fund. They do want a new to them car. I suspect because they live on land and they're trying to do gardening, SUV or truck. I would think so. Is my guess. You can get a used one. They are expensive these days. They are very expensive. Again, I'd push for more high months to get that done quicker. How much do you think they should spend on this? 20 grand? 25? I'm probably in the ballpark of 20. 20? I think you get a pretty good truck for 20. It will have some miles on it. Yeah. Um, it'll probably have 100,000 miles on it. It'll probably have 100,000, but please do not be scared of cars with 100,000. They've been very reliable for us. Like we drive cars with 100,000, 160, and they're great. They wanna do some experiences and travel a little bit. I think that's fantastic when the first three are done. Okay. Okay. I agree with that one. Okay, they would like to build a more realistic house on their property. Okay. Okay. This is gonna cost some money. This is gonna cost some serious you're, money. You're gonna to have to have a down payment and they probably, I'm thinking about this $20,000 of an emergency fund. Mm -hmm. It's going to be tempting to use that. Well, yeah, but you can't. But you can't. But you need to have about that much money probably to get someone to give you a loan to build. I would say 50. Oh, I said, I'm thinking at least that much. You want at least 50 before you can do this. 50,000. So, and then after that, the very last one is to pay off the property at the end. We're, that's several years down the road. I'm not too concerned about that at this moment. Especially with that interest rate. No. So what I want to end with in this episode is on their high months at pushing $8,000 on a high month. That is really good money. Yeah. How can we get to a point where we make eight every month? Exactly. What do we need to do to do that? Because it is possible they need to switch careers. I totally agree. Yeah. If they can increase the income, these goals get met really quickly. I want to talk about someone that I know that I will not name who got a job by talking to someone they knew. This is the power of like 
I'm going to say networking yeah. or just talking to people in your circle. Okay. So you just talk to people. Hey, I'm look, kind of looking for a job. Do you know anybody? Do you know of anything? Have you heard of anything? Okay. This is how my friend got this beginner job. Just looking for a little bit of something, no real experience in a job. She didn't even know was a job in the first place. That's really common. So she gets the job and it turns out she's actually really smart and likes to learn and is good at it. Mm -hmm. Worked her way up big time, switched companies, worked her way up again, became invaluable, switched jobs again. With like no formal education in this field is getting paid bank. Well over six figures. Well, well over six figures to do a job she never thought she was qualified for, but, but most importantly, didn't know even was around. Mm -hmm. And you can find jobs like that just by talking to people. You will not find it on LinkedIn. You will not find it like on where else do you go to find jobs. <laughs> Zip recruiter yep. or, or one of those, you have to talk to people that you know. I go to your buddies and be like, hey, kind of branching out. Have you heard anything? Do you know of anybody? And I would say be vulnerable. That's mm -hmm. what gets you to that point. Be yes. vulnerable. Say, hey, look, I'm really struggling with this thing. I really want to get here. What do you know? What can you share with me? Yep. People want to help. So just ask. Don't be pushy and don't be annoying. Right. 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 But try to find someone that's willing to mentor you a little bit or even has an opportunity to give you something. Yeah. I even got a friend of a friend offer kind of like a week or two ago. Do you remember when what's his butt who I won't say his name was like, Oh, by the way, did you know so-and-so is retiring? Oh. Do you think Christine might want to jump in there? Right? Yeah. Just because we knew, we knew someone who knew someone, you know? Yeah. If, if you're really struggling with income, I can't stress enough that you need to market yourself a little bit, get to know people, find places to meet people whether it's at a gym or it's at some volunteer work. Volunteer work is a great place to meet new people. One of my favorite things I've learned in the past four years is how much money and job opportunity there is if you talk to the right people. And that is not something I learned in college. Yeah. I, I didn't learn that in high school and college or even really talking to my parents. It was like kind of branching out my friend group. Dave, would you agree with that? Mm -hmm. I'm kind of shocked at how many opportunities there are out there that aren't known to the general public, I guess or that aren't taught yeah. to college students, I suppose. Yeah, I think it's a great place to leave it. I think you made some excellent points about increasing income, really refining your goals and aligning your spending to your goals. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I see the biggest problem here is there's not a lot of income and it's not aligned, their spending is not aligned to their goals and their income. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. To be clear, I think this is a fabulous income. I yeah. do. I think it's low for a high cost of living area. And I think it's low for two incomes. Yeah. And I think their spending is high in some categories mm -hmm. compared to that yeah. and compared to their goals. Yeah. You're totally right. Yeah. They're just out of balance a little bit. So I'm a big fan of the talk to people <laughs> camp. So I encourage you to do that. I think you can. It's doable. This is not a disaster. I've seen worse. <laughs> Ours has been worse. <laughs> Ours has been worse. And good luck on the tiny house with kids. Yeah. Until well, that, next time. That'll do it. Okay.